0: It's August 16th, 2022, and sometimes you see a Twitter trend you're just not going to investigate. I'm Six Datmar. And I'm Nick Cease, and this
1: is Bottlecrow Reborn, a Dota 2 podcast where we don't talk about Dota 2 on a podcast. And this isn't the third time we did the intro, and Six somehow came up with another thing to say. I can never come up with something to say for the the Battlecrow one, where I go first. Nothing comes to me in that moment. My brain is such a jumble of words, but
0: it's hard because it's like it has to be it sometimes can be a thing you seg into talking about, but you have to be fine with it not being that sometimes. Like you put it out there and sometimes it's just going to come and go. And also it can't be really that much of a reference to the the podcast to follow because then it feels it feels like you're doing a different thing than we usually do. Yeah, no, that's why I appreciate it. You know, it's just kind of a throwaway. Mm -hmm.
1: You know, Mm -hmm. you, you drop off the edge of the boat. Not in a not in a bad way, just as in the like. There it goes. It's like a stick. Do you ever do stick races? Maybe this is more country thing. It doesn't ring a bell. All right, you're gonna love this. (laughs) You're gonna love the way you stick. (laughs) You're gonna love the way you stick. I guarantee it. Stick. Um. So what you do? You take a stick, right? You're in the uh, and race it. You and you always win. The first, welcome to the first annual Stick Race. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, select your stick. <laughs> Starting places. Um, so you're by like a stream, right? Or like a body of flowing water. I maybe
0: have done this.
1: Yeah, so you like break a stick in half or you like get a little twig or something. Everybody chooses one and then you throw it in and you see who gets to the finish line first.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yes, I have done this.
1: It is it, it just exhilarating, like depending on the the hazards that there are in the course, the uh, the ebbs and the flows. It's a real nail nail biter.
0: And when I've you get stuck, that, you
1: know you yeah. can the house rules whether you can free it or not. Uh,
0: prayer is the only thing that can save you now. Hmm. That's my. I think the
1: rule. only thing that can save me now is a Guinness. It's- Oh are we going to Arteezy's Speakeasy? Well, I guess we might as well go to I had I was on the wrong tab, Artie's Speakeasy.
0: I've gotten all my rage out at the patch. Now I'm just uh, trying to be happy cuz when the new patch drops and I like it I'll probably be angry all the time. I need to be I need something to be mad at. And now that I have the patch of the so
1: I'm going to be enjoying another Guinness Draft Stout from the bottle with some sort of nitrogenation thing.
0: Well, glad to know uh, you've brought so a new smooth.
1: beverage to give us feedback about, you know. You know, I actually have a new beverage and so I actually just went grocery shopping before this recording, right? Okay. Um I had a grocery list and I never planned for this, but as I was going through the grocery store, that's when like that's that's how potted meat happened. It's close to, like, I was getting uh, perhaps a, a can of tuna or sardines or something, like that, anchovies or something, right?
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: that's, like, next to that is where the potted meat disaster shelf is. So that's where that happened. So I was just walking through, and I, I did pick up a few things for this episode. Never planned. And I also
0: picked up a drink, but I don't I don't know if it's cold yet. Yeah, mine, Um, I also picked up a drink. Did you pick up the same drink as me, perhaps? Unlikely. Okay, well then I want to get into mine before it gets too warm. It is somewhat cold now. Um, it is Coca-Cola Dream World. Oh, no. I have another mixture, beverage, right? but that one is uh, steeping as promised. I have my my tea for the episode. Um, it's tea for time, episode. We'll get there.
1: Yeah, I remember you sent me a pic of this. I was like, wait, is this a is this a brand integration or a, what? A beta and blue from Jurassic no, this World. This is part of
0: their their. Uh, coca-cola creations line where they are just experimenting with flavors i i um bought this from work it had not been set yet but it was still mm-hmm. it was coded to the same like ring up as the starlight was so it wasn't the system didn't prevent you from buying it um <laughs> There's nothing and i made normal, sure i had <laughs> i made sure i was able to buy it and i wouldn't get in trouble because if you buy something we're not supposed to sell yet you know you can Uh-oh. get in trouble for that yeah. um and one of my older managers, who was still relatively chill, asked me what it is about my like generation and like novelty flavors. <laughs> and I said, "The thing is, like novelty <laughs> foods and drinks are like a sparkly, jingly thing to distract us from the shadow of death." <laughs> and they were like, "That makes a lot of and sense." That's what we're all about here uh-huh. in our teesy speakeasy. Uh-huh. So let's get the let's get the nose here. What? Oh, it's not often you get that from six it's fruity it's like a it smells like a peach (laughs) a peach (laughs) what i i
1: i love this reaction
0: yeah yeah it smells kind of peachy it just has like it has a tiny hint of like almost like minty smell but the kind of minty smell that could also just be like a very fresh like green leaf you know Mm -hmm. that you get with like fresh fruit sometimes Interesting. Okay, let's see. Maybe a little underripe? Let me...
1: We're getting so sophisticated. We've got peach, mm, little fresh mint, underripe peach.
0: What am I tasting? Way. I don't know. My timer went off for the tea. Um, <laughs> did hear it.
2: And just beat the devil out of them.
0: I don't understand this flavor.
1: I, what, I think I'm not on What's the attack? Something.
0: What's the feeling? I guess. I mean, it is it is Coke, right? There is Coca Cola okay, here. Okay. Um, it is a more subdued Coke. It could just be because of the temperature of it, right? True. true. Um, yeah. and there is perhaps like a, a peach, a peach offensive in here, right? Um, maybe the peach front, yeah. Maybe it is like like artificial peach and Coke. Maybe that's what this is. It's very strange. So it like has the core, you would say. The coke yes, core. yes, I would say okay. it has a has a Coke core.
1: Hashtag Coke core.
0: Is it good? I don't dislike it. <laughs> this is always the it's- hardest question. Very st- <laughs> I mean just, just for the sake of it, I mean you're you're gonna know how this, you know, this is not gonna surprise anyone, right? But I'm right. gonna take a I'm gonna post some pictures here. Um you will observe that it looks like a Coca-Cola. Um also, so nothing, uh, nothing there. I just
1: <laughs> something for people to get much later. Uh of course we always post uh pictures and stuff in the episode notes channel of uh, the Bottle Grow Discord. I think we can, in the description, whatever the fuck we are. Uh, and, you know, whenever I, I post the name of the episode, people sometimes, you know, do the reaction emojis, right? Which I love. Mm-hmm. Um, and this time they posted numbers, uh, 159. And I'm like, oh, that's funny. And just now while you were talking, I realized that's because the episode is 159. <laughs> Nicholas, you fucking wall. <laughs> it's just like, because I would just put random numbers on shit. Other people are, are smarter. In theory. Oh, I love the decanted picture. Huh. Just because it shows you have like a goblet, it's very good.
0: Is, I yeah I don't I don't, I don't understand. I guess I have to assume there is some peach flavor in this. I guess that's the only thing I can guess. Dream
1: flavored. Dream. So it's got the Coke. Um, logo's got like chromatic aberration effects that have like yellow and red on it right that's like what it's supposed to be mm-hmm. Um, I don't what what would you have thought dream flavor is
0: I mean I wanted to know because <laughs> like that could mean any, you know I feel like it depends on what kind of dreams people have right mm-hmm like, I have basically two types of dream. Um, You know, this is as a general rule. Obviously, mm-hmm. people have a lot of dreams and don't remember a lot of them. There are two dreams. But basically, I have uh, either dreams that are very, very, very normal to the point where when I wake up, I, it takes me a while to sort out what is memory and what is dream. Mm-hmm dreams like oh i i woke up and i checked my phone and i overslept my alarm by five minutes and i have to get to work and that's the dream um <laughs> that is throws off living throws me dream. off a lot mm-hmm. um or i have ones that are deeply surreal and vaguely upsetting this is also probably because i'm on a lot of medication you know um All right. Well, yeah, I, I, guess, huh. I guess I'm guess i going with peach on this. I guess I'm saying Coke and peach. Did you just get one?
1: Yes, I did just get one. Okay. That's one temperature thing. Hmm. Would you get it again?
0: To have a, a second meeting, you
1: know, a second date with Dream World?
0: I, I guess. I mean, I would get it again and chill it more and have it colder, mm-hmm. maybe. I mean just I to could get just to know chill this better. but you know yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm looking at it and other people are saying the peach thing as well. So makes me feel less You have crazy a refined enough. nose. I guess so. Um well I'm going to switch over to uh the Wu Yi ensemble here. Uh boiled uh, for I'm f- enjoying my uh delicious Guinness mm-hmm. draft here. Nice. Uh, I gave this three minutes at 195, which is a good temperature for oolong. It's not going to have any milk or sugar because oolong usually does not. Well, sh- sugar sometimes, but I think I, I don't put sugar in my green tea, so I'm not putting in my oolong. I see. Would you say it has a... Uh,
1: no, never mind.
0: I'm sorry. I can't. <laughs> thank you for stopping Said
1: reason. me never. long, long tea.
2: Ooh. 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 Ooh.
1: I was just giving you some time to, to greet the brew,
0: as they say. The meet and greet. Um, it smells like a kind of it smells more planty than it usually does, but it does smell like a dark tea to me. Hmm, okay. Like woodsy planty, or? Yeah, green? I mean, like, I mean, you say woodsy planty, I think of like a wilting shrub. Oh, yeah. It's kind I of I know the vibe exactly what you mean. Yeah. So let's go. You just go stick
1: ahead. a wilting shrub with some water. Baby, you got a stew going.
0: Huh. Let me try another, because I don't. Yeah, this is, like, it, it, imagine what I'm about to say, but pleasant, right? Um, I don't know, it's like bark water or something. I don't know, it's, it's very. <laughs> good bark. It, yeah, it, it has a, it has a good woodiness to it, mm-hmm. I guess. A goodiness, as we'd say. Um. I'm not necessarily in love. It is still quite hot. Perhaps as it cools, I'll be able to detect a little more flavor. It is one of those things, Mm -hmm. both extremes of cold and of heat can suppress flavor. Um, Change, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's also just like you're, you're, like, certainly with cold, I do think it actively suppresses it because, you know, it's like less, you know, motion or whatever. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. But like with heat, what happens is just that you're overwhelmed by the sensation of the heat and thus less able to detect the flavor, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, It's the... The
1: opposite. Sometimes I guess it is. Some things you don't want to be lukewarm or cold, right? Sure. And then some things like all our awful energy drinks, and I think sodas, like suppressing things is very important to mm-hmm. the experience. So mm-hmm. that's that's what I meant.
0: Yeah. No, I, I that that makes sense. It is. I think th- a lukewarm drink is technically you are tasting the most of its flavor, but that doesn't make mm-hmm. it the ideal way to experience it
1: for for detection yeah mm-hmm. so do you th- is it like the right level
0: of of planty like would you brew it longer or shorter i might brew it a little longer mm. um i might go for four minutes instead of three um you know i got this thing here i'll just toss it back in for another minute
1: What's do you did you kind?
0: take out the uh the leaves can we see the beautiful flowers again <laughs> Um so it wouldn't probably do the same thing. Um as I say I just put it back in so I can't show you but oh, the whole, uh, after okay. the fact. Yeah, I mean gotcha. so I bought one guess of those like um strainers. like handled strainers like the with the like the spring loaded ones. No, oh, nice, nice. So, I just plunge that back in there for another minute. Uh what have you got for us, Nicholas? You said you had a original drink.
1: I guess I'm almost done this Guinness. I might as well go ruin my night. I'll be right back.
0: This is not, uh, this isn't, I I genuinely don't have any idea what this is, by the way. I mean, you probably know that, you know, by now that Nick doesn't give me a heads up on most of this stuff. We don't, we don't, pl- we don't play that many games around here, around what we do and don't know is happening. It's not one of those podcasts. Let's have a little more, more of this, this peach coke. It's the T- timer go ahead and take that out that timer sound by the way if, uh, if it feels familiar that's weird because most people don't know this game um, not like it's not like a niche pull it's just like a stupid pull basically um, it is the ringtone in game from uh, Luigi's mansion dark moon on the 3ds. Uh, when you get called the, the professor, your 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 little you have a regular DS that rings. It's the, the dual scream or something, I believe. Like I hope you've screen, been having a, a good time, six. Uh we've been we've been okay over here. I gotcha.
1: Uh well, for me, I think we're gonna have to take it to League of Lagoons.
0: Legume.
2: <gasps> Pea. With the- Pod. Green bean casserole.
0: Are you drinking chickpea water? <laughs> I was like, wait, why chickpeas Because like, it's a legume. Aquafaba, I believe it's
1: chickpeas called. Chickpeas is the, the Hutter Haas thing, though. <laughs> it's like, wait, are you better? Well, that would be the old, a counter segue. I've got to do that next time. Like, have a, a counter segue prepared. No, I have Riot Energy. That's right. Riot Games is slated. No, it's not right. Wait, I don't think it's Riot Games.
0: (laughs) I didn't actually check. Um, it's Riot Energy, 100%. Yeah, 100% plant powered would not be Riot Games. I guess
1: there's nothing vegan, wholesome, nutritious about Riot Games. Even if they Um, tried
0: to make it vegan and wholesome, there would be at mm -hmm. least 10% hate.
1: And also um, microtransaction. Um, It's USDA Organic. I went, there were, I think, strawberry, watermelon, mango, and berry flavors. For me, I think the highest
0: uh, chance of success is this citrus lime flavor. Yeah, so I'm looking at their website, and Mm -hmm. they have a picture of the can of each flavor. And then if you mouse over it, it's a hand just fucking obliterating the <laughs> aforementioned fruit i don't Get, really know the what link. they're it's riot.energy which i guess Listen. is a good url but yeah. no i'm just i'm just noting okay. that that's a good url but like but you see like okay, mouse so over not. the strawberry one and it's just I like they're just for being violent <laughs> this is like oh like, this is great they're fighting back they're this, they're Wait, go to the berry one. They obviously this is such a bad photoshop. The the berry one is a really bad photoshop because just berries don't blueberries they, don't squish yeah. that nice. But look at the cherry watermelon one. That's it's like it's like they're smashing a slice of watermelon while other slices of pre-smashed watermelon <laughs> are, are being thrown at, at them, them.
1: <laughs> against a black background with like a really bright light in front. These are great. This mango is just like somebody squeezing a mango because you can't just
0: usually Exactly. Yeah, that's 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 how it originally went with the berry and then they decided to reshoot it with a bad Photoshop. So. just really bad Photoshop. I think the
1: strawberry also has some some poor ones in there. But like the citrus lime, that's that's just a good that's citrus sincere. lime squeeze. Yeah. Damn. Well I'm excited now. Uh in terms of the contents, we have 100 milligrams of L-theanine, theanine, 160 milligrams of caffeine, zero added sugar. However, it doesn't have artificial sugar as far as I see. So let's go. Uh, ingredients: brewed tea, filtered carbonated water, green tea, spearmint, tulsi, maple water, lemon juice, lime juice, natural flavors, green tea extract, organic ingredient. Oh no, the uh, vegan vitamin B12. There's there's no pertames or annals in there, but it does have some sugar in it. It's just not
0: added. It's four uh, grams four of grams, sugar, from yeah, the, yeah, from the.
1: But it might not be like. Listen, I like bitter stuff. I like bitter coffee. Everything. Um, oh, and I forgot to say, it has adaptogens to resist, <laughs> to resist stress, not to like lower stress. It's adaptogens to resist stress. It increases your stress resistance. By twenty five percent. All right, here we go. I also did bring some um, uh, ice cubes, even because this just isn't cold enough. So here we go on this note. Oh, what what is that? Oh wow! I just I took a journey, as I've said. Um, Here we go. So at first it smelled like, like almost like a sprite cocktail or something like really lemon lime flavor, like hyper lemonade or something like really sweet lemon lime, okay type thing. And then, wow! Well, now I, <laughs> I spilled some, just a, a drop. Now I can't un un. Hold on. Not on un- here. I can't not smell it anymore. It smells exactly like um, fly spray that um, <laughs> my grandmother would use, like when I was up in New York in the summer, because I like greenhead flies are nasty and so smell. Um, and so you'd like have sprays and stuff, but try to like use more organic ones. And this smells exactly like
0: that. You're probably it's a smelling good smell. the adaptogens. That must be it. Which, for the record, uh, in this instance, is probably ginseng.
1: No, yeah, yeah. It's um, so it's citrus, but it's got like a really um, all the mint, like you were saying, that's just like a really freshly ripped leaf, like really green leaf Mm -hmm. that's like cool. And so it's not mint, like, but it's like a strong green leaf smell, and it's a good smell. Like, I enjoy this smell, but wow, it just brought me back. All right, I'm going to say, here we go. Oh, no. I feel like it tastes like that.
2: <laughs> well, that seems
1: less than ideal. It's, it's, maybe it's just my association now. Oh, God, it really is in my head that I'm drinking fly spray. Um, so it does it's not very strong it's like carbonated water with that smell as a flavor, which is, honestly it's not like a good drink, like oh, this is an enjoyable soda, beverage, whatever. but over a crazy artificial sweetener thing, I definitely prefer the fly spray. Here, I'm going to go ahead and decant this here. It's, like, clear to yellowish. Yeah, very interesting. Like, when I bought this, I thought it was going to be, um, you know, another artificial crap. And then I got home. I'm like, wait, this isn't awful? Um, and now I can tell you, yes, it does smell uh, and taste like fly spray. Only if you know what that is. Hopefully you don't, and then maybe you can enjoy it more.
0: Actually, it looks like um,
1: ginger ale. That sounds like a negative review to me. No, um... It's just not a hearty endorsement. Oh, so I just, uh, I just burped in it. It's <laughs> <Just> fly spray. <laughs> it's not a bad thing. It's just not a pleasant thing. Like this isn't a treat or anything. If I needed uh, all these ingredients and adaptogens, I don't know. Maybe. Fly I mean, I, I could, I would just not, just not have the adaptogens, honestly.
0: <clears throat> uh, Nick. Six. <clears throat> from Quora.com, oh, here What does go. it mean if I can taste the hot shot bug killer on the on my lips that my grandmother is spraying in the air and on everything <laughs> and anything? Uh, top response. It means you should get out of the house. That stuff is toxic to people as well as to bugs. The only reason it doesn't kill us is that we are much larger than bugs, so our lethal dose is considerably <laughs> higher. If I were you, I would stay away from the house The spray ha- uh, until the spray has completely settled. If your grandmother will let you, use a fan to bring in fresh air from outside.
1: Get out of the house. Yeah, that's the thing. It Well, the thing is, it, it didn't work very well, because this was like an organic one, like very not that. That's why she used this, but... It also meant it didn't work very well, but it smelled exactly like this.
0: Uh, so, Nick, scary. this article from uh, MedlinePlus.gov, entitled Bug Spray Poisoning, <laughs> uh, notes, first of all, that this is for information only. Do not use it to treat or manage an actual poison exposure. So, please, take what I'm about to say with a grain of salt, but Since it I seems may. like you yeah. should probably either call 911 or... 1-800-222-1222, which is the Poison Help Hotline anywhere in the United States. Most bug repellents, of course, contain D-E-E-T. DEET! As their active ingredient. DEET! It also could Deet. contain pyrethrins. I've heard of that. What it's a p- pesticide made from chrysanthemums. No, that's nice. Yeah. Um. It will fuck up your breathing. That's
1: nice. Yeah,
0: glad to hear it. Um, do you feel so, do you feel
1: fucked up? I it uh, actually I think this is a negative review. I can't really drink more of this. It actually <laughs> doesn't feel good anymore. It's not like an offensive taste. It's just like weird, um, in a okay a like body not enjoying way.
0: In <laughs> a body not enjoying way, got
1: it. Not okay. like a me. It's not like me <laughs> myself. It's my th- meat's not enjoying it. Uh, sorry, it's not me. It's my meat. <laughs> As they, say. As they just say, I'm gonna move this thing over here.
0: This this it's not you, it's me is making me think of I end up there are a couple of pop songs that I end up hearing a lot at work, and there's one I am sort of obsessed with, not because I think it's it's an all right song, but the lyrics are really killer because it's about like a girl basically having her her boyfriend be like, Listen, you're the greatest. I love you so much, I would do anything for you and her thinking about it and going, actually yeah, I am the greatest. Why am I bothering with you?
1: <laughs> Wait, which I feel like I know this. It might be like a shit
0: ton of pop songs, but I,
1: do you, I, uh, I, yeah, I just hear it all the time. Y-
0: uh, give me a line. You line. said you die. You said you die for me. I said me too.
1: You said you'd die for me. I said me too. <laughs> you said <you'd laughs> me. Said, me too. Yes. I say- <laughs> As I say, it's funny. Post Malone, die for me. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so I've been thinking here, hold on, I can bring up, do I still have, oh, I don't have this thing. Um,
0: Hold on. No, no, this is not the song. This is not oh, the correct no? song. No. Dang I'm looking it. at these lyrics, it's extremely not this song. It is not angsty, it is very
1: funny. Oh, wait, Obsessed, Addison Rae, Obsessed, yeah, no, no, I know this song. Um, say you'd die for me, I'd die for me too. Yes. That sounds right. And if I lost you, I'd still have me. I can't lose. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay, hold on. Obsessed is <laughs> Ray.
0: Uh so how was your tea again, now that you've you've brewed? Well, I've been waiting because I didn't want to have a loud vocal like mm reaction while you were uh, you know. Mmm. Okay, perfect. I'll I'll be getting the MP3. Oh, that is very interesting. It is a significantly different flavor now. No. Oh. It is more like, I mean, I guess it's what it what it says on the tin, right? They call this mm. they call this stone oolong. This stone is more too. like rock ish oh. in a way. I would say it's more smooth in a way. It doesn't have the sort of the the bumpy notes of of the woodiness. <laughs> it just has this sort of
1: uh, it's like a brown stone. Same I mean it's, it's
0: it's like brown and gray I I don't know it has a tiny bit of sweetness at the end too just like a little bit of, I like this a lot
1: wow I'm glad we went that the bonus minute yeah that's really good for the distant wow damn. damn
0: I would like like after we're done with this I'm going to order a full bag I like this a lot this is great what a good tea
1: I'm always saying this
0: wow Damn, I, this is, that's th- a listen, good tea. I don't really care if this is good podcast material. This like up we up never tea really an episode. do. Episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's good for me in my life. <laughs> <You> <laughs> also, know I when- just okay. I just got a really interesting experiences. Was I? I changed the aftertaste a little bit with a technique I call burping Coke Dream World. <laughs> I was like, oh, that is my interesting. <laughs> uh, It's like sort of a a stone peach there. <laughs>
1: a stone peach and a slightly underripe stone peach wow well thankfully i'm back to the guinness
0: that's a that's a that's a mercy isn't it
1: it really is oh the mercy guinness well um i'm debating what to do i also had the moment at the grocery stores when i was like checking out i was like is this really what we've come to (laughs) As I looked at my cart and looked at my brain, it's like, is this really what I'm, we've come to? I'm like, yeah, it is. Hell, yeah, it is. Uh, but first six, um, I forget if I had anything else for this, but we might as well stop by the E-emergency room.
2: Emergency.
1: Paging. Eternal envy. Emergency. Come, come back. 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 Drop, drop, drop. Stick. Drop, drop, drop.
0: Your stick, <laughs> <laughs> wow. no, that's not Emergency what you Emergency but... room, <laughs> um, Spectre out... is dying,
2: not... <laughs> palliative
3: care.
1: <laughs> shout out to uh, Alan for. What did Alan say that I <laughs> then?
0: What? Shout out to Alan for what no, did Alan I, do?
1: Alan said something, and I'm like, okay, uh, congrats, Alan. We're, this is going to be the first E Emergency Room segment. I don't remember what it was. I'm never going to. Uh, Alan, tell me in two weeks when you listen um, what it was. Uh, anyway, for me, though, I had COVID again, like eight, day, nine days ago. Uh, it, w- it was fine in comparison. It's like two months after a booster. It was not like great happened because of yeah. a work thing instead of a, a grocery store, like it was last time. So that was good.
0: You should really invest in wearing a mask. Yeah, pretty easy.
1: It would be great. And the thing is, it actually didn't happen at work. I'm pretty sure it was like a, another thing later. Yeah. Anyway, um. Oh, but it did make me think about when I, you know, I had a uh, coronavirus nineteen over christmas and that's why we like podcasted on christmas or something Uh i just remembered it was a great time uh because i remember doing the sing 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 song like and i'm like okay i have two takes and then i won't be able to sing anymore (laughs) i do recall this yes (laughs) good times great times okay that's uh that's it okay we've been triaged
0: well it's time to take us to lb3's company We finally have a segue about Final Fantasy XIV. We've been dreaming for a about long time. time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it really ought to be. It's not, you know, queue time. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, six. I didn't. I didn't mean to. It's,
0: it's a, you know, this it, happens. Queue
1: time. it's just over at a certain point. Once, um, yeah. So hopefully you can say... I just. Um, Once a game's been on here for too long, it really should move to its own segment, you know? Mm-hmm. So thank you. LB, of course, referring to the limit break mechanic.
0: And actually, quite apt. um, I just like the name overall, but it's also quite apt given your recent obsession in Final Fantasy XIV. You see, Nicholas has been on a bit of a tear recently in regards to. Playing. The efficiency. The game, for one. Yeah. But. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Um so when you are in a party, mm-hmm. uh you generate a thing called a limit break. It's based on Final Fantasy, and basically it's this bar that fills up for the whole party slowly, and when it's full, it has basically levels one, two, and three, but you don't need to worry about it too much. Um, you unleash a big move based on what type of job you are. It could be an attack, it could be a big heal. it could be a big shield basically. Defensive buff. Yeah. Um, and Nick has taken the understandable position to start with of people are really like shy with limit break in a way that is silly because there are certain points of the dungeon where you will lose it. And also just, you know, listen, a resource not used is a resource wasted, right? Yeah. It's, um, to be clear, it's not usually necessary, especially no. for like low level content that you're usually doing. I can think of maybe three fights in the game that I have done that require it. <laughs> I have not done the hardest content in the game. Mm-hmm. Perhaps there are other ones where where that happens. Um, but yeah, I think I think there are two where you need a tank one, and there's one where you basically need a melee DPS one. You can get mm-hmm. by without it, but it's really tough. Um, with randos anyway. Maybe with a a party of good people, it wouldn't be a big deal. But mm-hmm. anyway. Um, and so Nick is, Nick first started with a position of people should stop wasting it. And then Nick graduated to position of basically anytime it's full, I will use it regardless of what my role is.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's, uh, so it's like, it has to do with the culture of, well, online, like gaming culture, um, and final fantasy 14 specifically of like, it's a shared meter, right? Like Mm -hmm. if you use it, it's gone for everybody. Right. It usually doesn't matter. But you know, for for the damage doers, it's sometimes fun to you know do a big flashy move. Um, limit Break One and Two aren't, aren't as flashy. Limit Break Three, very flashy, lots of damage.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but like it, when you're doing just like regular low level dungeons, like not very challenging, you can often have these segments where it's just you know one bar of Limit Break, um, and you so six uh, looked it up to uh, correct and <laughs> endorse me. There are some times which you lose it going into mini bosses. And there's sometimes when you don't, and it's not really set in stone. You just kind of have
0: to know. Yeah. And it's just like this boss is programmed when you start it to drain it. And there isn't like a rule. It's just the rule is no. this guy does it. And you're like, Oh, okay, sure.
1: Yeah. So sometimes you just lose it. And so I'm like, listen, there's one more, you know, mob pack that we're about to kill. Uh, and then we go and it's going to be gone. So as the tank, I'm going to use a big defensive buff move on like this little animal that's hitting me. Because particle effects and because you can.
0: It's really, it's really funny because they're like, it gets complicated, right? Like, first of all, you could say as far as efficiency that sometimes it's a good idea to do it as a healer. Right, because it's like okay, mm-hmm. it's about to get wasted. No one's using it. I will stop healing and DPS, and then when we're about to die, I will pop it, and that's efficient, mm-hmm. um, if it works. Uh, the tank one is usually a waste of time, but you know. Um, well, so I was thinking about that though. The tank
1: one prevents damage, and as we know, preventing damage means less healing, which means
0: more opportunity for the healer to do damage. I don't know. The this is tonics. this is true, but the numbers are such. That it is like it is a defensive buff applied to the entire party. And unless people mm. are playing quite badly, the effects <laughs> on one person, aka the tank, are not significant enough for it to be worth it, I think. Probably right. I was thinking. Um, that. But the real one is the melee limit break, because when you are low level, when you're like 15 to 30, right? Mm-hmm. It's great. What an amazing burst of DPS, right? <laughs> you get higher level, and doing a melee limit break one given the cast time and the length of the animation, is less DPS than just really? doing your normal attacks for that They time. don't scale it? it? It's on. not great. It <laughs> uh, the the level two one is, like, slightly better, but not, like, a lot better. And the level three one is just incredible. But, um, oh, wow. yeah, yeah. yeah. I
1: guess E-efficient... Well, it really is E-efficiency. It's not about efficiency, because I do just kind of use it. Yeah. Um, so, like... Uh, Six is saying melee DPS because theirs is a single target attack, while um, other ranged, yeah, ranged magic and ranged uh, physical are AoE attacks. So if there's only mm-hmm. one enemy, it's going to be weaker. It doesn't really matter who I'm on, though. I, I'm <laughs> E-efficient with meter and that I'm just kind of clowning.
0: And yeah, I mean, I, I remember I back in the day doing runs with people who were genuinely efficient. And it was like, very often they were like, well, in this dungeon, the smartest thing to do is to grab all the mobs and do a ranged limit break.
1: Which makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, They were also really particular about the difference between a ranged limit break and a spellcaster limit break, because range does a little bit more damage.
1: Really? Because it fires
0: in a straight line as opposed to a big circle, so it is technically Uh harder to land. Interesting. Yeah. I guess that does make sense. It's also really huh. like the limit breaks. So it's funny, just sort of aesthetically level three, every class has their own really sick over the top limit break mm-hmm. below that everyone sharing a role has the same one. So, for example, for every melee DPS, the limit break is basically doing a, a leap and then two slashes with a orange glowing buster sword from Final Fantasy seven. And then the level two one is just doing like 12 slashes instead of two. Right. Um and it often just shows how lazy they were with this stuff, where like the ranged limit break one is like pulling out a crossbow and shooting a beam, and then for the level two one you pull out two crossbows. And you're like, <laughs> guys To be
1: honest, I don't think I've ever seen what the limit break animations are. Not because I'm not looking, but because I can't see anything. So the thing about Final Fantasy is that, you know, you've often got a lot of people on one boss, right? And mm-hmm. there's a option to turn off spell effects from allies.
0: Right, to make it so, so that, that you can, can see. only see... Right. You can see spell effects of your own and of enemies, because those are the ones that are technically relevant to what you're doing.
1: Right. So, you know, that that lets you streamline it and, and make sure you can see everything that you need to. Cowardship. Um, and if you click that, you're a coward. Absolutely. Yes. How dare
0: you? The immersion. M- immersion. I just, like... If I'm, not, if I'm not in, like, the world's shittiest, like, fucking Second Life parade, is it really a Final <laughs> Fantasy raid? Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's part
1: of the experience. You can somewhat see what's going on, and I can tell that I'm... You know, maybe it's better that I can't see the LBs very clearly. That's, it probably maybe. is for the best. I would like to see the, the threes more clearly. The threes That's are hard. really cool. Yeah. But yeah, so um, we've been playing a lot of Final Fantasy XIV. Is is the
0: yeah, and I honestly I have a little of bit story. of a beef.
1: Oh, beef it. it.
0: It is just that, like, I want like playing some WoW recently. Mm-hmm. The world is really boring, just as a place to be in. Hmm, like. Walking around, or more likely flying or driving around, areas in Final Fantasy, occasionally you get, like, oh, look at this cool big old crystal in this area. But mostly it's just boring as shit. What's an example in in WoW? I mean, like, like an an example in WoW, like, is um, you're going over an area and there's, like, a bridge, right? And you walk Mm -hmm. over the bridge and it is over a gigantic, like... Ravine, like this is basically, the land has just split apart, and there is just this gap of like a couple hundred feet where the land is not, and sheer cliff face all the way down. But the sheer cliff face is staggered, and as you look down, you see row after row of miners chipping away. Ooh, it's just huh. interesting shit to look at. Um, and that's because WoW doesn't really care if their areas make any sense, and Final Fantasy does, <laughs> like. The um, <laughs> fucking one of the fir- the first expansion pack they did, the the Burning Crusade, opens with them being like an alien ship just crashed, and you're like, this is a fantasy. Why is there an alien ship? What are you talking about? Why is
1: there an alien ship?
0: Well, it's a- it's powered by crystals, so it's okay. Oh, crystal. Chris- now it's is- now it's fantasy. Yeah, you know? I see. Um, yeah, there's a there's an alien ship of people escaping from a dying world and mm-hmm. they crash land. And so the area it's a starter area, so it's not that fancy, but it is like a like marble and gem constructed ship broken into hundreds of pieces scattered across a like the size of a country. It's really interesting looking. Hmm. And like you go to a city and it is made out of debris.
1: So I don't share the feeling of not enjoying what I'm looking... Like, so I've been, you know, running around more accurately, flying around on a flying mount. Um, the areas we were just in, um, uh, Doma. This is like a Eastern Japanese-inspired place. It's got, like, great visuals. And it's the soundtrack, too. So, you know, you're flying, and so you do free cam, and, and you're looking about, and you're like, oh, it's very pretty scenery. Um, but I absolutely... Have that feeling of like the world isn't that alive, I guess. Feeling I mm-hmm. totally know what you're talking about there, and I bet it like, well,
0: Wow also looks worse, <laughs> but that's yeah. just a graphics thing that you get over, right? Yeah, I would, I would, I think Wow like definitely just like graphically looks worse, mm-hmm. but it has a more adventurous art style, yeah. And like graphics
1: are a thing that you get, like, there's a reason you. Um, Like, retro games can be very pretty, right? Art Mm -hmm. style. Beholding the visuals of games with less polygons and stuff is still a good experience. You can have good, uh,
0: quote-unquote, good graphics. There's still the classic um, from fucking Burning Crusade, which is the first area um, of of the X-Pack. First of all, it's a place called the Hellfire Peninsula, and it, like the world it's the world you're on is broken right Mm -hmm. and so imagine if you ripped the continents off of the world right like you dug them out you dug down a couple hundred feet and then just ripped them out of the ground and then you selected the planet that was left and hit delete so they're just floating in space so you like take a bad step on this place and you're just fucking gone Mm -hmm. um and that's kind of neat but like there are Gameplay ramifications too, for example, in that area, there is a, uh, a what, I'm going to guess 150 foot tall, like, robot powered by green flames that just walks up and down the center of the map. And if he runs into you, he's going to fucking murder you. (laughs) And it's like, there's no quest to fight him. He, mm. there's no story about he's just fucking there and if he sees you he's gonna fucking end your life and so sometimes you're in the middle Damn. of your thing you're fighting your you know three fucking orcs for your quest <laughs> and then the, you hear the screen shake and this metallic roar and you're like i gotta fucking go
1: okay i mean i i really like things like that things that have no reason to be there but just make the world
0: make your gameplay
1: experience feel immersive or you know the world feel interesting
0: yeah there's a lot of that there's a lot of that stuff in wow and also there's a lot of stuff especially in original wow of that because they had a lot of ambitions they never got to right like mm-hmm. in a newbie area of the game like the the cap at the time was level sixty and like a level like twenty two to like twenty five area there is a little corner of the map that you can go into that like isn't really very marked but you can go in and it's this huge crater and there is a like raid boss dragon just standing there guarding a portal and you're like what what what's your deal
1: that that's that's really cool yeah i like that type of thing i was just doing that like there the landscape of, of ff14 is interesting so like i was flying through some areas i'm like oh i'm flying i'm gonna go look in this little temple thing uh and i did i was like okay great it was it was empty there was nothing
0: there you know i guess i also should say i think um the two most recent expansions um and walker and um shadow are more interesting areas oh okay to walk around yeah i just got like to if you even if you go back to like heaven's word which was like it's the expansion where everyone's like oh suddenly the game starts getting good and like setting that claim aside the areas are like it's fifty miles of snow, and you're like, "Thanks, guys." <laughs> it it fits. Yes,
1: it makes perfect uh, sense. You know, being interesting. Yeah. They are very pretty. Yeah, yeah. And I, as someone who's played the game much longer, you are a, a grizzled veteran. I'm sure it gets you know gets old after a while in comparison mm-hmm. to.
0: And also, just horrible. a grizzled grizzled veteran of the genre. You know, like not just yeah, wow, so grizzled. I mean, if you look at the MMOs I have played, mm-hmm. I played Final Fantasy XIV, I played a little bit of Final Fantasy XI, I have played WoW, I have played Star Wars The Old Republic, I have played Anarchy Online, City of Heroes, City of Villains, um, I tried out that Conan one. Yeah, Conan? This is... Yeah, they did a Conan one. Um, the
1: Barbarian?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> um. Yeah, you know, this is the most appropriate Spanish for Lee. The list would have kept going, and honestly, it was a good time to stop. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just like I've I've played a lot of these because I find the format really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the ones I played have been bad, but I've also gotten to see just like the range of things people think are a cool idea, and sometimes they are wrong. But like, <laughs> I mean, shit. There's an area in WoW where in the middle of it, there is a place called, I think it's called the Gurubashi Arena, right? It's just like, it's this arena. Yeah. And you're like, huh, "Huh, okay. And if you step onto the floor of the arena, suddenly everyone in the world is able to be targeted by you and can target you. Like, if (laughs) you're walking around, you could be walking with (laughs) your friends and you step in here and suddenly they can murder you because you stepped on the floor of this arena. That's very good. Yeah. That's, That's pretty good. Okay, I'm down. All right, well, we'll have to do some WoW tourism with you sometime. Oh, boy.
1: Actually, that would be a great... <laughs> would that be a great Battlecrow? Just giving me a tour? Maybe I, feel, I feel like
0: that'd be, yeah, that'd be a great stream. It, we yeah. could do a Battlecrow if we wanted to do a bunch of dungeons or something. But, which yeah. they also don't have... I, last I checked, I guess I haven't messed with this in a while, but their level scaling for dungeons, basically there wasn't any. Um, that was a bummer. What does that mean? You know how you can queue in to you're like you're level 60 oh. and you queue up and it says, Oh, Copperbell Mine, it's a level mm-hmm. 18 dungeon. You are now level 18. Um, if you are in WoW, at least last again, last I checked. I have played WoW since this. I have not done any dungeons recently, because I'm like, I don't know my class, I don't want to do a dungeon when I don't know my class. Um But last I played significantly. It was like, okay, the dead mines is a level 20 dungeon. You are level 25. Oh, you want to do that? Go fuck yourself. You can walk in if you want and bring your friends. You want to queue up for it? Here is hell. Go to hell. No. No. I see. I see. Yep. So, yeah.
1: World of Meat Crap? No, no. Um, we
0: We don't need... Listen, I am flattered. We do not need a segment for me to jerk off about how cool WoW used to be. Jesus Christ, that sounds insufferable. If I was listening, really I would does. turn the podcast off. Fuck it, let's go to Bottle Crow.
1: <laughs> Actually, hold on, how, how late is it into the? Oh my God, it's fifty-three <laughs> minutes into the pod. Yeah. Hold on, I need to. I need to regroup. Let's go to Jack Snacks.
2: Chief, 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 wow this is what always chief, happens chief, chief,
1: it's not it's a chief, it's fine it's, cheap, cheap. it's, it's cheap. a time machine it's a time machine
2: mm-hmm. all,
0: all right, right. Uh, j- but very i'm sorry very quickly since we made the time machine reference and we we're just talking about final fantasy 14 uh i am calling back to one of my favorite little anecdotes from another podcast, a more civilized age where a host of that, Natalie explained that final fantasy 14 is a time machine. You see what you do is you get incredibly high and then you queue for the Praetorium and suddenly an hour has gone. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: it's a miracle.
1: <laughs> it's it's miracle. I've also just, I finished watching the Stein's gate anime, which is, which is about time. So it was, mm-hmm. good. uh, yeah a good time um what do i have oh i've got a snack here next to me um it's what i just picked it's dark chocolate oreos i don't think i've ever had them so i'm gonna have a dark chocolate oreo
2: hmm <laughs>
0: That's nice. You, you know? like it? Huh, yeah. I thought of it like, I feel like because of the lack of the like the more lightening element of the cream, flavor-wise, mm. I feel like it's an Oreo cookie without catharsis.
1: I was wondering, like, it, the thought actively ran through my mind of like, I'm not going to like this. But, I don't know, just have some fucking milk with this infinitely better just have milk with this honestly and you're gonna have an amazing time i don't milk usually drink milk much but so you don't got milk got milk I i did actually get milk this time at the grocery facilities tell us i'm gonna have my other one here
0: hmm my other one because you bought two Oreos. <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: yes, sir. It's like the deli, right? Where you can like order mm. them. But instead, I'm like, yeah, can I get a uh, three Oreos? How'd you like that sliced? Um, can I get that single stuffed? Thank you.
0: Yeah, it's just you, you, sl- you like you walk up to this counter, like to the deli counter with anything else. You walk up with like a bottle of Pledge, and you just slap it down. And the person with the gloves walks up as like alright, how much you want, and you're like, can I get uh, three ounces? I'm like, okay. <laughs> and they just give it to you in a bag. <laughs>
1: this sounds like a good store idea. <laughs> and it's like those bulk stores, but it's the opposite of that. Like, they've just got a industrial size Oh, sorry. Um... Dumpster full of cashews, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Instead of like you know the little bulk things, no, an industrial sized, I don't know, a bunker of cashews, right? And you just get that, or like you need some toilet paper, right? Well, it, this is an easy thing for a commercial machine. It's like, okay, how many squares do you want? What type? How thin? You know, how thinly do you want it sliced? <laughs> you have
0: you have a dude waddle in, walking really weird, and he goes four squares, please. <laughs> four
1: four <laughs> squares.
0: Listen, he's on a budget.
1: <laughs> I'm on a budget. What's your return policy? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it would be great. It's like you know, like okay, how many squares do you want? You know, you can order by the yard. Your thickness, um, your flavor would be like the color or the pattern, right? Uh-huh. Uh, what else could we do this for? I like the the cleaning supplies. <laughs> it's. I mean, listen, if Canadians can have milk in a bag. Bleach in a bag. Sure. Sure. Sure, sure. Um, Actually, I mean, in terms of the zero waste, I don't know, shampoo in a bag, soap in a bag, you know. <laughs> you walk up and plastic. you're like,
0: you're like, hey, can I get uh, about, I, listen, I, I just want like a couple ounces of this. And they just tiredly nod and then snap the handle off a coffee mug and hand you the handle. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much.
1: Except they put it in the bag and like fold course, it up with a bunch of paper and the sticker. <laughs> yes, yes, this yes. sounds like a, what is it, the dumb Starbucks or whatever?
0: Do you know that? I don't, but I feel like I can imagine. Okay.
1: Yeah. It's like a parody store thing. Somebody was telling me about this guy, Nathan, for you or something, that I need to look at because apparently he makes like parody stores. It sounds really good.
2: Hmm. Huh. Okay.
1: Your idea. Um. <laughs> Okay, and we're at the 58-minute mark. The reason we have to go back to Bottle Crow. Wait, I for- I've forgotten the re. What was the reason? So I was playing Dota 2, I think, with uh, Greg, uh, and we like Dota, Jim, uh, and Bob, Titus Andromedan. Um, And for some reason, did wine, the topic of wine come up? I can't remember. But I had a flashback. <laughs> of, like, wait, we were talking about, I think, Viper. Oh, somebody was pronouncing Venomancer, Venomancer. And my was like, wait. Venomancer, Venomancer. Six, may take you back to my notes, Wet, Wild, and Waterful, from October 20th of
2: 2018.
1: I
0: mean, I guess I can't stop you. Abandoned
1: in the brambles that surround the gardens of the gleaming city, Remus grew up living a harsh and impoverished life. While the ivory towers of the gleaming city loomed high overhead, always within his sight, they would forever remain far from reach. It was a difficult life. Remus made the best of it, and his gift of a green thumb prickly, quickly propelled up the ranks in the fields. At the age of fourteen, he was granted the rank of Master Vigneron, and not long after his vineyard became the talk of the gleaming city. Despite his vineyard's popularity, his social caste still placed him at the bottom of the totem pole, where his resentment and envy would continue to grow, until one day Remus' resentment finally boiled over. And he began to cultivate something grander, something darker. A crop that would show all of the gleaming city just how powerful hate can be. Now we have the kit for Vignomancer. Skills, Q, Constricting Stinger. Vector-Aimed can hit two targets, skill shot. Fires a grapevine. If the vine touches an enemy, it is rooted. If multiple targets are hit, they are
0: pulled together as well as rooted. Clip shows? This is just Bottle Crow content you've already done, and you're but doing it again. But from four years ago. Who yeah, no, that... listen, it's a bad clip show. You're right.
1: <laughs> okay, and the, the flavor text, The coarse stinging touch of the thicket's tendrils is enough to paralyze a horse. W, Bramble Blast. What is um, um, dark, Se- dark Willow's thing called? Uh, isn't Bramble? it Dark Bramble? Dark, something is, Bramble. It's, it's I was, something this was Bramble. before her. Uh, point target, dot, a large ball of thorns is launched at the target. Target is poisoned and slowed. Uh, debuff can be removed by remaining stationary for a period of time. A mere sting, if unnoticed, will leave its victim crying in agony if left unattended. E, trip the scales. Placeable ward unit, straight line AOE, applies mini stun, hit... Units also receive concussion debuff. Enemy players experience screen warping, ringing sounds, and mouse movements are reversed. Oh, so funny!
0: I made such a good
1: joke. One should always—it's not a joke. Oh my god, we're back! <laughs> we're back to it. It's here. Uh, one should always watch their step. You never know where a creeper may lie. Okay, and finally, the ultimate grapes of wrath skill shot looks like double width constricting stinger on a hit wrath is applied wrath forces affected units to auto attack the nearest unit friendly or otherwise uh the damage is 100 150 200 plus current level of constricting stinger the root duration is one plus current level of constricting stinger the Wrath duration. theas have all had um, damage, duration, and cooldowns, by the way. Um, our flavor text, he's trampling out the vintage where the Grapes of Wrath are stored. He hath loosed the fateful lightning of his terrible swift sword. Wait. Did you? I have a note here. This spell is idiotic in its design. The Wrath debuff is pointless unless you hit two plus targets. Also, the route for um, Grapes of Wrath is not a typical route. Those affected by the Raft debuff may still auto-attack. It feels like this must have been yours, your note, but I don't know why it would have been.
0: I, I might have added commentary. I don't know. That's a long yeah. time ago. We used to do things differently.
1: <laughs> it was a different world back then. Oh. But yeah, so that's what that's uh, what remind it reminded me of. But of course my notes page are not done. Because a vigneron is somebody who uh, produces vines. The vintner is the person who produces vines. And so we go to vintper. Clarice the vintper, for time immemorial, the order of the tower has worshipped the god Narcissus, renowned for his profound vanity and immeasurable beauty. Clarus' family had for generations been in charge of the production and storage of the holiest of sacrifices. The wines produced by the grapes, grown in the fields, irrigated by the rain, caused by the good graces of Narcissus. The balance was always maintained. Each year, a thousand gallons of the finest wine is sacrificed. And in return, the people of Rhone were blessed with regular rains and pleasant weather. I One year, believe it. it was finally Nick time for Clarice to take over the family so role of serving as the priestess to perform the sacrifice. But unbeknownst to her, flea. the year's crop had been infiltrated by noble runt, and a sacrificial wine was secretly spoiled. The next line is Narcissus, so I guess it's not finished, but the cue is Batonage. Every 400 to 150 scaling with level damage dealt by Venpo grants a charge of Sir Lee. When activated, Batinage releases a deadly swarm of undead yeast spirits that swirl in a large AoE around her, damaging and slightly pushing-slash-slowing enemy units. Max charges damage and push scale with levels. It's sticky, wet, and irritating, and it gets everywhere. F you, mate. W, Cabernet Command. Enemies must stop and appreciate the matured tannins, acid, and dark black fruit of one of Vintner's finest bottles of Cab Sav. You ever drink three, four Locos, the original one? Yeah, it's like that.
0: Have I, have I told the fan of Tannins' story on here? The fan of Tannins, I can, I can't say you have. Uh, sorry, you you were reading. Uh, oh, stuff we can, again. we can fit,
1: I'm I'm Sure. Uh, e K Sirah Sirah, <laughs> damaging ventper above a I, that, threshold. I remember <laughs> that
0: spell name. <laughs>
1: you do. Yes. Four years ago, it was that good. <laughs> or it
0: was you know quote, unquote, it was good. pretty good i thought it was all right
1: <laughs> when i saw it I was pretty... you know honestly i really i'm pretty proud of uh, the grapes of wrath and the the ult for this one not proud in like a good way but like it makes myself anyways damaging vinper above a threshold causes her to ooze a hearty spicy red with notes of wild raspberry and slate damaging enemies who stand in the area it lasts for 30 seconds with more intense and larger wines spilled based on damage taken. Also, gives status resistance and speed with each level.
3: <laughs>
0: I love that accent. Oh, it's just dreamy. Take me away, baby. Oh. Well, I'll take you away to the D
1: because she has five abilities. You're going to take me to the D?
0: <laughs> this has escalated quickly.
1: D. Pinot Grigio. Go! Pinot Green Geo. <laughs> Vintper gains a bonus charge on the bottles, bottles at level 3, big. 8, 13, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, and 25. At level 13, flat, morphs into Chug, Chug, Chug. Can be activated to consume all charges at once.
2: Flavor text, cool concept, cool guy,
1: 8 out of 8. Don't know what the- Cool. And of course, it brings us to Clarice the Vintner's
2: ultimate.
1: A fine vintage. Clarice the Vintner is going to allow you to take a sip of her ultimate creation. No. Wait, you're about to become it. A rift in time forms in the target area, and casks from the ancient lost cellar of Amontillado shoot out and rain down in the area for six to ten seconds. Casks damage, mini-stun, and apply Syrah. Loose the cork and grab a funnel. It's go
0: time.
1: (laughs) All right, and that's all I have from uh, October 20th, 2018. We'll so, the f-
0: the fan of Next Tannen's time. story. The fan um, of Tannen. So, there was a game, um, I don't remember, there's a game that came out, I think earlier, th- it was either this year or last year, um, they had a demo of it, it's like a winemaking game, right? Okay. And it's like, it's like, reasonably realistic, right? Mm-hmm. Of course, it has some gamey elements, but overall, it's fairly realistic about the process. Um... And I decided to try the demo, and I don't really know anything about wine, because I don't find it, like, I don't enjoy tasting it, and I don't find it interesting. Because, like, Mm. there are plenty of alcohols I don't enjoy tasting, but I'm like, at least this is interesting. Fucking, whatever, grapes in a bottle, I don't give a shit. Um, (laughs) Grapes in a bottle, baby. And so, I was like, okay, well, you start out, and you don't have very good, you know... Like, you don't have very good grapes, you don't have, you know, your soil isn't whatever, like, would have built up from yours. So you're, like, you're starting from, from the bottom, right? Yeah. And I was, like, okay, well, I feel like if you are starting from the bottom, you can just take and make an all-around, like, kind of crappy product, and not very many people will care. Or you can try and lean into a niche, right? Yeah. And I was, like checking different processes and stuff and i was like i notice if i do this and this and this and this uh, this little gauge here that says tannins goes really high and so i'm going to make a wine for like fans of tannins fans i'm just going to make a really tannin. like a, a heavy tannin wine and people who love a good tannin are just going to be like listen not a great wine but the tannins are just so impeccable um and so i made it and i sent it out to the in game reviewers and like this is the most dog wine i've ever tasted <laughs> Fan of Tannins is a... That's a great name for a wine. Fan of Tannin. I thought I was really onto something. (laughs) Apparently, that's not how... That's not what Tannins are. What if we brewed tea for 30 minutes at 200 (laughs) degrees? I'm sure the fans of Tannins
1: will really get a kick out of it.
0: I mean, I would... If you told me that was a thing, that there was a group Mm -hmm. of people who like... I would believe you. I mean, it's certainly
1: possible... I. It would just be like drinking bitter, like pure bitter essence. (laughs) What even? Just like a shot of. I don't even know. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Fans of tannins because life is pain.
1: (laughs) So that's. um, I really should do this again. We. um, Yeah, we'd have to do it. It would probably be at our TZ Speakeasy. It's been a while since I've made mead. I've, I've got all this stuff, mm-hmm. but, you know, life. So I should really, I've been wanting to make another batch in the House of New Earth would be the first batch of New Earth.
0: I, I guess I understand what you mean when you say, but life. But my understanding is the longest part of making mead is the part where you don't fucking do anything. It's true. It's not that long. <laughs> mm, okay. Okay.
1: Yeah. So like the, it's been, the main fermentation, I think, was a few weeks. So, like, you you mix, the, they call it the must. I think even, it's not just a mead-specific term, you, the must, right? So, it's it's yeah. honey and water and whatever you want to put in it. Um, usually, for the beginning, you keep it somewhat simple. Um, so, we've done, like, meat, uh, honey, water, a lot of honey. Like, I have a five-gallon carboy, so I did, like, ten pounds of honey mm-hmm. uh, and enough water and then yeast. And we've done th- like a little bit of cinnamon, uh, some cinnamon sticks or some cloves and stuff like that. That was really nice. Um, and you let, you like put a stopper on it and you let it go, like check it every few days with a hygrometer to see what the alcohol content is until you like where it is. Uh, the longer it goes, the more dry it is, which just means it's less sweet. Um, and so you just keep okay. monitoring it. You can, you know, taste a little bit. Um, and once it's happy, you want to kill the yeast. You once it's happy? It. Once you're <laughs> because mead's happy, <laughs> drink along. <laughs> Buzz, I don't think I have the bees sound effect ready, sorry. Um, and once you're happy, you want to stop fermentation. So there's uh, some chemicals you put in and you can also cold shock it. So I put the whole thing in a fridge and that helps, helps it uh, to do its thing. And you also at that point want to let all the yeast settle out, like to the bottom. Uh, and then once that's done and it's more or less clear, you rack it to another container, which basically you siphon everything out but like the bottom bit that has the yeast in it. Okay. And so now it's in the new container, um, and you can do a little bit of like secondary in there, where you put like more stuff, like fruit and stuff in there that's not going to ferment a ton. And get like a, a little second flavoring afterwards. And you could add some honey back at that point if you want it sweeter. But the whole process, I, it takes maybe two months. Um, and then you bottle. And like, I think I still have a few bottles from the last time I did it, like three years ago. And it depends how you bottle it. But like I used corks this time in like a beer bottle, basically. Like a little larger than a beer bottle. And I think it's probably about to be on the, the decline in terms of aging. Like you don't really, I don't know. Hmm. It uh, it evolved with age, <laughs> a little, but it's fun. It uh, it's not a lot of effort. It's a bit of waiting, but not like many months. Okay, that doesn't seem too bad. Yeah. Was I going somewhere? And it, what was the winemaking game? Did you say? I don't remember. Is it hundred days?
0: Yes, it is hundred okay.
1: days. <laughs> might have to look at this
0: okay that would be fun my dentist.
1: i didn't i it has didn't hear a while since great last reviews, honestly.
0: um mostly positive Not the people who, who i who i trusted who played it were like if you get into it it mm. just kind of like it doesn't really have a end game or even like late game no. um but also that's easily the sort of thing they could have changed via patches and stuff so true, true that was like at launch
1: I also made Adamine, a twin stick procedural shooter rope. Interesting. Okay. Uh was I going?
2: Oh, I right, think we, we were course. going home.
1: Okay, never mind, I guess. Not. You're right. We are going back to Jack's snacks.
2: the the ages of room we do not room our
0: room we do room I for one would like to stop recording now All right, I'm back. Welcome back. Six. Nick and guest. Guest? You brought something with you?
1: Oh yes, it's our guest. I mean, you didn't—you didn't really think we'd—you'd escape an episode without this, right?
0: I'd have to know what this is, but I mean, know. I just went to the grocery store. Uh huh. Got a new M&M. What do we do? What the fuck is that sound?
1: Just getting it ready here.
0: <laughs> Nick packing in his cigarettes. <laughs> what I have here is a Marlboro. It's a it says Marlboro. Here. <laughs>
1: Let's go ahead and get the nose. No, Six. What I have, of course, it's in the same spot as the potted meat, so it has to be good, right? I have Romanoff caviar. You know what? Okay. If you say so. So this was like some cheap caviar. Um, or, or quote, unquote, I don't know what real caviar is. Uh, next to Next to the potted meat. Um, uh, what
0: fish is this from? Yeah, I'll be
1: right back.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm going to guess it's one of the lumpfish. Either vodka or black. but I'm waiting quite a while to
1: find out. I think uh, you'll be pretty familiar with this one, Six. It's
0: mm-hmm.
1: really up your alley. Black Lumpfish.
0: Nick, if you, listen, if you listen to this episode, as you are gone, I say, I bet it's one of the Lumpfish. <laughs> what the fuck is a Lumpfish? Do you want to answer that question, or do you want to try your... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try it first, probably.
1: All right, so here we go. I'm opening my Romanoff Caviar. Nice, nice. Okay. Let's get the nose. Oh, wow. That is fishy. I am uh, generally a fan of fishy things, though. But
0: uh, First of all, make sure you are hmm. sending pictures. Yes. Okay, great. And then once you pop it in your mouth, I will send you a photo. So just let me know when.
1: Yep, I'm I'm taking a picture of the internals here. Got to get. Are you gonna experience. pile
0: them on top of a Reese's cup?
1: I've oh got God. these water. <laughs> I've got water crackers. Six. What are you? What are you have other again?
0: things on that plate.
1: No, I don't.
0: <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> you're gonna um, you're gonna put them in. What is that like milk?
1: No respect. So uh, tips for serving Romanov caviar. Gently lift when spooning out. Caviar is fragile and must be treated tenderly. Use non-metal implements. Metal can impart a metallic flavor. Recommendation is mother of pearl or plastic. So uh, I'm have a. going to use a plastic spoon for my caviar. Oh, not mother
0: here. of pearl? Okay.
1: No, I, I'm out of my mother of pearl at the moment. Um, so I don't know. I have these water crackers. Should I use that or should I just use the spoon to get the taste?
0: I mean, well, obviously both. You should start without.
1: Okay, start without. So here we go. I'm going to gingerly lift a uh, like dime-sized amount of caviar. It's very hard to... Okay. Oh. I'm sure I'll, it's going to be fine. So let me just uh, get us a view here. I need like a better setup, which means I just need to... Change where my my phone charging cable
0: is. This is taking a lot of work for you to spoon something and put it in your mouth, my man.
1: I know it's the, it's the, the take. Okay, here we go. Going in. Hmm.
0: <laughs> that's why that's why I needed to know exactly when you put it in your mouth.
1: Imagine if I spewed caviar. Did like the water. Spit take. Oh, but with caviar. So, God, I almost did. That's fucking hilarious. (laughs) That's a black lump fish right there. Uh, So, very salty. Doesn't taste as fishy as it smells, honestly. Like, really doesn't. Well, I've also gotten used to the fishy smell, though. Um, it has like a little bit, you know, bubble popping flavor. Like I've had a row before,
3: mm-hmm. like
1: large salmon row. Um, it's kind of like that, but very like darker fishiness, like a more stinky fish. So a lot of people probably won't like this. Like I like, uh, eel, like barbecue eel, right? A lot of people mm-hmm. don't like that fishiness. I like mackerel sushi. Oh, so good. Which is like fermented vinegar fish, I think. Sure. This is good. So I'm going to go for it on a cracker here. We got a little, uh, a little water cracker. Carefully spoon it on. And six, that is not. What did you say my white thing was?
0: I, don't know, I just said milk. I knew it wasn't milk.
1: So I don't have like creme fraiche. Apparently, that's the thing you do. But I don't know. I whipped together Greek yogurt and whole milk.
0: Okay. Sure. That's fairly close.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Hmm. Hmm. Oh my God! <laughs> Fuck you.
1: So, if we do WLDN, WLDL again, right?
2: Mhm.
1: That's got to be the logo. <laughs> <laughs> so that when we put the little flag and uh, Adody, you can put like little banners down that have your team logo on it. I want that. So, it's not very good on this cracker, honestly. Mm, not a good not a good pairing? It's just, I don't know. It's not, like, maybe I'm having too much caviar with it. Hmm. Are you starting to feel a little bloated, maybe? Six just AFK looking. Oh, what the <laughs> fuck is with that one? Oh, it's the caviar that's, one that they're probably that's, farming. That's a,
0: that's a smooth one. It's not for... with the ones that get caviar from, actually. Okay. Um, different,
1: so I'll different go ahead type. and I'll add some of this Greek yogurt milk creme fraiche. I don't know why I, uh, an online thing said that's how they did one. And it's definitely neither of those things at the moment. Okay, and then we're talking. This is very precarious, by the way, to do at a desk. So that's my excuse. Is this enough caviar? I'm going to have to say it is. Okay, let's say that's enough. Okay. Yeah, C6 agrees. What we really need is a hand cam. I've thought about that. Okay. Sounds dangerous. So we've got I've got like a this is just a regular water cracker with Greek yogurt that's been whipped with milk with caviar.
0: I thought the cracker was bad. I thought you didn't Well, whatever.
1: It wasn't really that the cracker was bad. It was more like I'm enjoying this less than this. Mm. Um, It's fine.
0: (laughs) I don't know. Um, The lumpfish are growing, you know, they're they're despairing at your increasingly worse and worse reviews.
1: Those are tiny lumpfish, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're tiny. Um, But of course, yes, it's 6.9. I didn't just have dark chocolate. Oreos to sample. I'm going to go now to something far more enjoyable. First, I'm going to rinse this caviar down with the last of my Guinness. And I have a
0: dark chocolate Reese's. Mm. On its own or with caviar? On its own. Okay. Okay. Well, then I guess I won't get a chance to use this image. That's too bad.
1: It's like a little bit soft because it's been here, I guess, with me. Um, <laughs> oh my God, I'll <laughs> close the tab now. Same, same. No, oh, you might not want to. You might not want to close that tab, six. Because the thing about dark chocolate Reese's cups, right? Uh huh. That we all know is that it goes well with literally everything. It's on the package. Six goes well with literally anything. So of course, I'm going to put a little caviar on this dark chocolate. Reese's cup. I'm going to take a picture, and I'm going to send it to my lawyer with my will. No, it's it's honestly going to be fine. It's... I don't know. It's too salty. That's too salty. I just... I probably just don't know how to use this. I've never used caviar. Look down the hatch. mm.
2: Um.
1: I don't know. It made the Reese's worse. I don't know. I'm going to have to go back to the drawing board on now. Caviar. How do you use... I'm, I'm going to have to do a Jackie's Chow on this. I mean,
0: it's not real caviar. You know that, right?
1: Oh, sure, sure. Like, isn't okay. real caviar the one fish from the, the caviar region of France? You know? Yeah, exactly. Otherwise, exactly. it's not real champagne.
0: Right. Now, I was, was going to yeah, have fact... it
1: on this Oreo, by the way. But I don't even want to
0: i i will say like i i made i said that just you know because like maybe you'll have a better experience with with quote-unquote proper caviar but i do find mm-hmm. that distinction really annoying i do like when people do that shit the one that gets me i think i would say is with uh jrpgs the genre mm-hmm. well people are like oh this i like they're like this jrpg and like hang on watch this made in korea i'm like shut the fuck up <laughs> this is the stupidest goddamn distinction <laughs> Don't tell me they have to may- be made in the RPG region of Japan. This is the just RPG insufferable.
1: Prefecture. <laughs> Six, let's go let's revive the uh the old chestnut show Is It Anime. Classic scanline media show, Is It Anime? Because I want to watch, you know, um, the weakest link. You guys used to have a show called Is It Anime?
0: Well, um, we still have that show, it just has a different name now.
1: But it's not the same show. Yes, it is. Is it? The only thing is on we don't. I don't. I don't. The only the
0: thing is we don't the at, at the end ask. So was it anime? Because that was stupid and pointless. We got rid of that one step. Otherwise, it is the same show.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't know. I'm kind of underwhelmed by this caveat. Like I brought multiple crackers, expecting the like, I know for it to be a a certain experience. It's a luxury experience. I don't. I'm gonna have to think about how to use this. To, to let jackie know so i'm just gonna have a dark chocolate oreo now
0: okay nick i'm going to flip a nintendo switch cartridge because it's what's handy
1: i thought you were going to say i'm going to flip a nintendo switch could you do that like onto your bed instead
0: uh it's not within arm's reach but otherwise oh, okay. okay um you're going to have to call it if you call it correctly things will go as we intended oh. In the future, not for this episode, but for something upcoming. If you okay. don't, then we're changing the plan. Are you ready, Nicholas?
1: <clears throat> no. Okay,
0: okay. Yes. All right. Call it heads. You are correct. We will still do, Star- still do Starcraft Two for Battlecrow. Oh, I wonder what the option was.
1: Maybe. You maybe I should have things. gotten it wrong.
0: Well, you really couldn't. Possibly no, because you couldn't see, you even see the flip. You don't even know if I lied about it. Oh, that's
1: true. So, yeah, we're in StarCraft 2 on Thursday. I downloaded the game. I feel like we're going to have to play it once before, right? We both played no. before. No? Not at all? Wait, okay. So, hang on. You're like, well, we need to know what we're doing. No, no obviously not. Oh, okay, sure. The, the blind uh
0: I mean, return. I've played plenty of StarCraft 2 back in the day. Same. I haven't played in many years as well. Okay, so okay, no, this sounds good. How about we start Battle Crow with a one with a one on one just to warm up and be maximum confusing, and then we can switch into the co op. Sure. How does that sound? Okay. Yeah. And it's All not right. going
1: to be a hidden one. We're just like gonna, you know, talk to each other. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that sounds good. And we'll just uh, you know decide when. So that sounds that sounds like a good idea.
0: Well, that's going to happen Thursday. We're, of course, recording on Tuesday. And on Wednesday, I won't do anything having to do with Bottle Crow whatsoever. As I won't until Thursday starting like in a minute here, because it's time to wrap up the show.
2: This is...
0: And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time once again for Hotter Haas. Pause, pretty. Like I'm gonna take your dog. It has been an hour and a half, Nicholas. I really hate you. We could stop. What happened? What happened? I'm gonna kill you. Can I just choke you right now? I hate you. I'm gonna kill you. Die in a fire.
1: Wheel of. Hosprey! It's time for America's game six. Hosprey. Do you know the rules for hosprey?
0: I just know that probably chickpeas are going to come up, but otherwise, no.
1: All right. The way hosprey works, uh, we have four categories um, with. Three point values each. I wasn't prepared to explain Jeopardy. It's very easy. So we have 100, 200, and 300 point questions in each category. If you answer correctly... the
0: reason I wasn't prepared is because you both invoked Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy, and I didn't know what combining the two would be.
1: Yeah. So our categories (laughs) are... The Newell World. The Gold World. Greg Perry. And a total eclipse of the heart. A total eclipse uh, of the heart. Okay, one hundred.
2: For one hundred. (laughs) Luna. tried so hard.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There was this Mexican standoff going on. It's like two samurai in the weeds, but two idiots in a discord. So uh, the way Hasbreddy works, of course, is that uh, you have to answer in the form of a question, either what is hot or what is Haas? The answer for each of these is either hot or Haas,
0: of course. Of course. Okay. I mean, also in Jeopardy, you don't have to answer. Sure, but that's never how,
1: you know, Greg Pretty has worked, for instance. So,
0: Okay, um, I'll say... I'll say hot. A total
1: eclipse what of is the hot? heart, Luna Excuse me. Thank you, thank you. What is hot? That is absolutely correct. The Luna Community College of, I think it was uh, Las Vegas, of course, um, has free post-fire land restoration workshops, managing burned forests. Should you cut down your burned trees... How do you deal with bark beetles? Can burned trees survive? Can burned trees be chipped for mulch? And Does Bruno which- Mars is gay? <laughs> exactly. So that's correct. Six. Uh, we got you a hundred points. righty. I'm going to. Um, oh God! I'll make these uh green. Nope, that's the wrong color. Let's go ahead and make them this mauve color. Alright, six. Where are we go next? Uh, two
0: hundred, please. Nova. Haas.
1: What is you Haas? You know, the thing about Nova... Nova could use a snack. Wait, what was my... Anyways... <laughs> oh, wait, wait, no. You know the thing about Nova uh, Nova 6? Nova could use a snack. And you know that in the Haas guy? He's a snack. Therefore, Nova is Haas, of course, Nova is an American popular science television program produced by WGBH in Boston, Massachusetts since 1974. It's broadcast on PBS in the U.S. and in more than 100 other countries. The program has won many major television awards.
0: Uh, 300, please.
1: Um, so you're up to 300 points. Okay, we're going to close out the category here. Just, uh, just do this here. Luna! What is Haas? Haas is correct! Of course, speaking of Luna, we mean the Lunar Elemental ability, which she had um, before Dota patch 3.2a. Lunar Elemental calls to the moon to summon a lunar being. Cast animation is 0.5 plus 0.83. Summons one ghost for 60 seconds with a 30 second cooldown, a mana cost of 50. Uh, the summoned creep here, I'll go ahead and post a picture. I can't drag and drop pictures. I thought I could. Um, it has two to four armor, depending on level, uh, 255 to 275 movement speed, uh, but yields zero experience. Six, that would bring you up 300. Damn, you're at 600 points? You've gotten everything right so far. 400, please. Uh, that's not the way it works. So uh, you've, you you've cleared the him? you've cleared the category. Oh, okay, yep. okay. I All
0: apologize. Right. Um, usually it goes up to five hundred in Jeopardy, but I understand. Yeah, we've just reasons. never done it
1: that way for whatever reason.
0: Okay, fair enough. It's because it's too many fucking questions. Mm-hmm. Um, Greg Paree for one hundred. How many marriage ceremonies
1: has Greg performed? What is two? Sorry, could you answer in the form in of In the a form of not a question, because question? that's how
0: Jeopardy works. I'm sorry, All but right.
1: we're looking for Hot or Haas. Six, do you, have you never played Hot or Haas? <laughs> well, this <laughs> doesn't make gentlemen, any sense, it then. it's
0: time once again for Hot or Haas. All right, no,
1: I'm, I'm going I'm to say, what is hot? Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, that would be Haas, because uh, Greg has performed, of course, four marriage ceremonies, uh, which I feel like is a very Nahas thing to do. Couldn't like you imagine Nahas like officiating a wedding or something? He seems like he has that vibe. No,
0: I'm gonna kill you.
1: <laughs> like I'm gonna take your wife. <laughs> Can somebody drive this wife away? I don't know. Yeah, it just seems it just seems like a thing he would do. All right, so I'm gonna have to deduct a hundred. Okay, where are we where are we going? Uh, two hundred, please. What was the first movie Greg saw multiple times in the theater? What is hot? Correct. Uh, The answer, the info is Pee-wee's Big Adventure. And I mean, what's hotter than Pee-wee's Big Adventure?
0: I haven't seen it, so I don't have an answer for you. Okay,
1: same. I was going to actually give you points if you gave a good answer, because I was like, I've never seen it either. Okay. Uh, Okay, 300, please. Round out the category. What is Greg's favorite job he has ever had? What is hot? That's correct. Up to a thousand points. Uh, it, the answer, info, is, of course, pizza delivery guy. I mean, pretty self-explanatory, right? Pretty hot job. Sure. Yeah. Pretty
0: hot topic. Uh, I'm going to take my money and go home, Alex.
1: Um, goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Uh, can you do that? Oh, there's nothing in the rulebook that. (laughs) Damn it. I wonder if six is actually not coming back. They're actually not. God damn it, six. We're so close. What about final Hosperdy?
0: Oh, I forgot to say uh, thank you. I love my. Shout outs to my mom. Thank you. We love you so so much.
1: Six. Six? Who else is online that I could get to jump in right now? Fucking unbelievable. Let's see if Alan's up. Alan, are you free for 10 minutes? <laughs> Nick, like, you have to let me finish.
0: I can't finish if you disconnect. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what the other two categories are. I do not remember. I really there was.
1: I know. If, I think at this point you've committed. Um, that you were going to leave if I said
2: something.
1: <laughs> I don't know what the other two categories are, and at this point, I'm too afraid to ask. <laughs> um, talking where we're so. I think. You are at a thousand points. <coughs> God, you ever had caviar stuck in your throat?
0: No, no, I haven't.
1: <clears throat> okay. Um, let's see, we just finished Greg Puri for three hundred. Uh, welcome to the show, Alan, who is, of course, my backup for if Six doesn't come back. But of course, now it's a competition. Welcome to the show, Alan Ibrahim from Chats, Cole, and a television podcast. You can catch them on a podcast. Uh, I'll give you the current rundown of what's happening right now, Alan. Uh, Six had left. I thought maybe for good. Doesn't mean you can leave now. We're in the middle of Hot or Hasperdy. Are you familiar with Hot or Hasperdy, Alan? Okay. I'm familiar with Hot or Has, and I'm familiar with Jeopardy. Perfect. So uh, the way it's played is... Uh, we have two categories left with 100, 200, and 300-point questions, and of course, final hot or has pretty. Um, and you answer in the form of a question, um, but the answer is either what is hot or what is has. Understood. Okay. a uh, 1,000 points here. I think I'm going to give you both 1,000 points. Um, six. Alan. And it's going to be a competition now. I wrote down Alex instead of Alan. <laughs> Wait, i'm alex what if alex had points like what if it was you compete against the house in, in jeopardy all right um I i'm gonna means. let alan uh control where we're going our categories are the Newell world and the gold world i'll do the gold world uh 100 200 300 200 for 200 fra futa Mahasuana patikman
3: either you can buzz uh buzz okay alan is six here by the way
1: they're, yeah i'm gonna make six answer at some point
3: okay oh Wait. six is is like i understand it unless six Conscience is actually like
1: no no they're doing this thing six is here for sure what is hot that's correct The Phra Phutha Maha Sawana Patikman is, of course, a gold Muravjia Attitude-seated Buddha Rupa statue with a weight of 5.5 tons. It is located in the temple of Wat Trimit, Bangkok, Thailand. At one point in its history, the statue was covered with a layer of stucco and colored glass to conceal its true value, and it remained in this condition for almost 200 years, ending up as what was then a pagoda of minor significance. During the relocation of the statue in 1955, the plaster was chipped off, and the gold revealed. Mahjong. What That's playing? what. Mahjong. Okay, Alan, oh you, uh, you're up by by two hundred. Alan, okay. where are we go next?
3: Um, what was the other option? It was gold, and then what was the other one? The Newell World. You know the Newell World for hundred.
1: Welcome to the international. Buzz, what is Haas? Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, the answer is, of course, h- hot. Why? Um, this was the first category I came up with 30 minutes before the show, and I didn't think I was going to come up with reasons, but that just kind of happens when I make hotter or Haas, which is always 30 minutes before the show. Um,
2: yeah, okay. Yeah. So
1: you got Gold World 1-3 and Newell World 2-3.
3: I'm going to do gold hundred
1: atomic weight of gold.
3: Oh my God, I actually know this. And it's obviously going to help me answer the. Yeah, yeah. One hundred ninety six point nine seven units. Uh, I'm going to say what is Haas?
1: That's correct. Gold is a metal in group IB of the periodic table, 1B of the periodic table, with an atomic number 79, an atomic weight of 196.97, just like Alan said, and a density of 19.3 megagram per meter cubed. Its melting point is 1,063 cent to grade, and it boils at 2,970 degrees Celsius. Um, So that was 100. Alan, you're up to 1,200. And of course, it's time for... Six. Six, where are we going next? We have neural worlds, 200, 300, and the gold world for 300. Gold world, 300. Uh, And six also has to answer this one. Gold status. It's Haas. What is Haas? There you go. I'm going to have to give that one to six. I'm so sorry, Alan, you didn't didn't Uh, buzz in. Um, Because you know what's a really Haas thing to do? Just traveling, being like a traveling businessman, academic, Dota 2 caster, because have you ever wondered what is American Airlines AA Advantage gold status worth in 2022? Well, let me give you the rundown. You get complimentary upgrades on all flights up to a $500 value. Complimentary same day standby $100 value. 40% mileage bonus $300 value. Complimentary preferred seats and access to main cabin extra seats, $250 value. Admirals club discount, $25 value. Priority check-in priority security and priority boarding, $75 value. Priority phone reservations, $25 value. Checked bag fee waiver, $150. Yeah. Sometimes it just hits you that the one world ruby benefit is $100 value. And of course... Our final thoughts overall, if you're looking at approximately $1,575 of value over the course of one year, it's absolutely worth it. Um, so that brings six. Oh, six pulls ahead by hundred points. Alan twelve hundred, six thirteen hundred. Uh six got that one correct. So new world two or three, six, where are we going?
0: Uh new world two. I like I like to
1: escalate. Yeah. Well worn brown sandals. Those are hot. What is hot? What? Absolutely correct. Yeah, you all should have almost got this. the steal. Um, absolutely hot. Well worn. What has happened to me? Well worn brown sandals. Well worn. Uh, this is because this is usually what Gabe Newell wears um, when he walks out and says, Welcome to the International. Um, it's just a hot look, you know? All right. Six is now 1500. Wow. Okay. So Alan, 1200, six, 1500. Last category. Wearing underwear. Buzz. Alan. That's Haas. What is Haas? Correct. Because um, there is a Gabe Newell voice line in the Gabe Newell voice pack. uh, Or probably just in the video they did for it at TI9, I think. Uh, Where Gabe Newell says the line, I'm I'm not not wearing wearing any underwear. underwear. There there he is. (laughs) Welcome to the show, Gabe Newell. So many guests. All right. That's pretty perfect. Tied fifteen hundred to fifteen hundred. Unless six Rylan, do you wanna to see if there's another category, maybe?
0: Yeah. <laughs> asking like what there. I want. Sure. What are
1: we fucking doing? Six, you know, you know there's always there's always something else, right?
0: Okay, let's go to the secret menu for one hundred. Alright. Secret menu. What was that? Your Emma voice? Secret menu. Secret menu. Secret category.
1: Menu. Oh, just secret reachy is what I heard. Secret Discord lag timing. Menu. All right, first secret category question. Uh it's worth yeah. one point to to be the tiebreaker. What is Greg's middle name? Or alternative, what is Greg's favorite film? You guys can both give me an answer. What is hot? Oh, yeah. In this case, I actually want the answer, too. That's how secret is it is. What is hot?
3: <laughs> Buzz. Okay. What is Reservoir Dogs? Lasagna.
1: You know, not bad. Uh, the answer we were looking for was George or Planes, Trains, and Automobiles.
3: Do you know that my former boss at my job uh, was an extra in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles when he was a kid? What? No. Mm-hmm. Fun fact.
0: I got second place.
3: Damn it.
1: What, what were you playing uh, the two, the East, or? Uh... Uh, San Ma, East. <laughs> well done. Perfectly average. <laughs> so that would bring you both to fourteen ninety nine. right, let me just update. All right, it's time. Are you ready, Six? Sure. Yeah. All right, it's time for Final Haspardee. The category is hot or haas. please write down your well i guess just dm me your bets you have 14.99 points each
3: and the choices are hot or haas again uh well we'll wait till we hear
0: the question perhaps perhaps not i'm afraid i okay. can't tell
3: oh sorry bets first then yeah
1: yeah
0: okay Okay,
1: Okay, very good. I have, uh, I have the wagers. All right. No garnets. No garnets. I would say yes. We are looking for hot or haws in the form of a question, of course. Um, okay. So we'll, we'll give you some time to think and, uh, and DM me your answers. Boon boo Ryodo. First, we go to Alan. Alan bet one thousand four hundred and fifty points. And Alan, what was your answer? What is hot? I'm so sorry, Alan. That's not the answer we're looking for. Uh, that brings you down to what did you forty nine points?
3: Nice.
0: All right. Six. How much did you wager? Yes. I wagered 1499.
1: Oh wow. So this one's for all the marbles. Six, what did you answer?
0: I answered what is Haas. That is correct. I also assented before you said the question.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I know. (laughs) Flex on them more. Flex on them just a little bit more. Because you know (laughs) you know what
1: boon boom Vio do is, Six?
3: It's like Vietnamese food, isn't it?
0: (laughs)
1: I don't know. I suspect
0: it's incorrect by Nick's
1: reaction. When we hear the phrase Bunbu Yodo, we may hear an ideal of self-cultivation, the ideal of Confucian Junji, gentleman or superior man, as it is sometimes translated. Its significance is much broader than this, applying to organization management, statecraft, empire building, and beyond. Bunbu Yodo is sometimes translated as the way of both pen and sword. That's poetic, but incomplete. Following victory in a war of conquest, there follows a period of consolidation and structure building to assure that the conquest will endure, not slip away, as the threat of force that holds it together is released. Violence is expensive and destructive. It may just succeed in the short term, but it is not sustainable. The way of the pen is not limited to literature or scholarship. It is not a quaint relic of the Confucian Junji ideal. The way of war is not just fighting. The way of war encompasses techniques, tactics, operations, strategy, logistics, technology, planning, mission, morale, communication, intelligence, leadership, and more. is a simple expression. Its implications are profound. So profound, in fact, that this is the Steam username of Nahaz, Bun Bu Yodo, this Japanese oh, Confucian saying. And so for that reason, it is Haz. Six, congratulations! Thank you.
0: You are the winner of Hot or Haas Pretty. Uh, you know, I have to uh, give some, some thank yous, right? Of course, of course. Um, I want to say thank you to the uh, Lorenza Tractor. First of all, first and foremost, also my mom. Uh, My approach here, uh, I think everyone can put it into their own lives. Mm -hmm. Um, I merely guessed based on pattern. I didn't listen or pay attention to what the question was about.
2: I was trying to, you
0: know, put faith in chaos theory and believe that whether Nick intended a pattern or not, there would be one. By feel, by vibe, by rhythm. And what you cooking?
1: Alan, it's been so nice having you here. It's
3: been so nice being here.
1: I don't I'm know glad why you could I'm play where I am. Yeah, and you're not even recording. That's the great thing about my setup. Um, if anybody accident, uh, I can't say it, but if anybody accidentally comes into the Discord, I am recording. Uh if it's Bea, we'll we'll record and then I'll kick him probably. It'll be great. It'll be great yeah, comedic yeah. timing. Um yeah thank you um six uh alan where can people find you on the internet six so rude not asking alan to plug. god
3: <laughs> why must you bully your co-hosts like this yeah why would you was like I? to listen to my <laughs> yeah you and only you if you'd like to listen to me you can hear me on oops all anime talking about the endless eight with these two duckos oh i was supposed to talk over this uh chat colon television podcast chatpod.com I talk about TV it's good you're sick and Nick noticed him oh
1: you are you are on oh that's just your video wait I can't watch it though it says video yeah I can I can see it how do I how do I uh, Nick where can people find you I don't even... Why can't, why am I... Oh, you're just in the corner of my screen? I don't know who would do that.
3: What the... F- Wait, uh, I'm
1: sharing OBS. Anyways, where can people
0: find me? Oh, that's Nick sharing OBS. I thought it was, yeah. like, flickering, like, like when you played a Hatsune Miku game and it thought you were about to get an upskirt. It's like, oh, we need to protect you from the Alan upskirt. Here, yeah. <laughs> Block the screen I'm real quick. I'm always saying
1: this. Wow. It's a video pod.
2: <clears throat>
1: um... Six and I do drinking be behind on the internet. Twitch.tv/uraniumheart. Did you know? I haven't said anywhere. I paid somebody to get emotes because oh. somehow I'm allowed to have emotes now on Twitch. So now I just I'm oh, gonna have shame. some great things. Shame, great things.
0: Great. All right. Well, that's us calling time on this episode of Nice Bottle tight Crow Reborn. Two hours. Until next time, folks, take care of yourselves out there. Stay hydrated and peace out.